And now, from beyond our dimension, this is the Jeff Mara Podcast. Here's Jeff. My guest is Bill Nolan, certified energy work specialist and licensed spiritual healer coach. He is the creator of Electric Prayers and the movie Help is on the Way, which we're going to talk about today. Bill, thank you so much for joining me and welcome. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. If you don't mind, how did you get involved in electric prayers in the first place? I've always been a truth seeker. And I remember when JFK was killed and I was only five, but it bothered me. And I always, as time went on, didn't believe the official narrative. I didn't know what happened, but I didn't quite believe what we were being told. And I was always into um, space space stuff and UFOs and Star Trek. Mm-hmm. So it, all that form, that formative background always kept me on the hunt for truth and kind of not really paranormal, but unusual things. And not many people in my world was like that. So along with many other factors that went on along with my life, I ended up living in 14 different cities. I don't recommend that for anyone else, but for me, it kind of worked out. Um, But the last city I ended up in, which is uh, Scottsdale, Arizona, Phoenix here, when I got here, I just escaped Hurricane Katrina from Mississippi. I'm from New York, but I ended up in in Jackson, Mississippi, which was actually a pretty good experience. Anyway, uh, I had to hit the road. And I had a friend here in Arizona and I came here and um, stayed with him to get my life rebuilt. And I was totally burned out, Jeff. I, I was really not well. Um, I didn't have any energy. I couldn't focus. And I was kind of scared and I was a little too old to, to be in that position, really. Um, and so I, I had made a relationship with a, an intuitive named Antoinette. And I was contacting her saying should I stay in Arizona or not I'm not sure if I like it or not I'm really she kept saying what I can't hear you because I was so tired I couldn't even talk and and I was embarrassed and anyway I said I'm she goes I think you need to stay and you need to go to a meetup I go what's a meetup <laughs> at the time I'm like well and she said well it, it, it's on the internet and this is about um, a UFO group and I, I'm getting that, and you should go, because I know you're into that, and some good things could happen from that. I said, okay, and so I did, and that's where I f- met people who were into all these different technologies, and they got inspired from UFO, ufology and space and technology and advancement and thinking out of the box, so I came across some different computer-assistant frequency machines and that started, that really resonated with me. And that got me on the road. And then I decided on a particular device and I mastered it. And then I started creating some of my own aspects to it. And boom, here we are. All right. So what are exactly electric prayers? Okay. I call them electric prayers because how this technology and intention works energy is people are electric beings it's a great book by robert o becker it talks about the electric universe without boring everyone and get into all the quantum physics 
but we're electric beings. That's why when you, you know you have a heart attack or something like that, they shock you back into coherence, hopefully. So everyone has an electric fingerprint. It's their birthday, their name, and the city and state they were born in. With that information, and since they're electric, you put this into the scalar computer, and that then finds the person or the animal or the thing. And then we can scan for stresses, irregularities, imbalances, untapped potentials, and actually a lot of emotional, psychological, and spiritual factors, which that part really intrigued me, and find blockages and linkages to those problems, eliminate those blockages, and send frequencies that are specific for whatever someone wants. And there's a it's a scalar frequency. There's waveforms. There's five different types of frequencies that go into all this. Can I stop it's you for one? Can I stop you for one second? Yeah. Because you've said this word twice, and I don't like missing words that I don't know the definition of. Oh, okay. What What is a scalar frequency? Yeah, that's a great question because it's hard to define. They call it zero point energy. It's very unusual than simple electric frequencies, electromagnetic frequencies. Every frequency, amps, uh, resonance, coherence, electricity. It, it's carried out through different waveforms. There's five or six different waveforms that we know of. Scalar is neutral. It's totally unique to those. And these, all these different frequencies and waveforms are happening on our planet and within and around us at any given time. We've now learned how to recognize them and harness them for good uh, purposes. So scalar is different than traditional frequencies. A lot of frequencies, you can measure them in hertz, which is the vibration speed right. of... Uh, the, the freak the waveform right it's like the, the measurement of one rate one waveform to the next one right yeah, da, da, yeah. Da, da. so scalar is measuring it in what it, 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 they don't know it's zero oh. it's it's at a zero point energy but it exists um it's fascinating you know you, to explain that properly i probably would butcher it so i just recommend people google it and then they're going to find different uh, explanations for it too but it's a real thing you know, it's, it's, it's not like it's related, but if you ask somebody, what is arthritis? The definition of arthritis is arthritis. You're like, well, what? It's actually inflammation of joints. Right. Anytime there's an IS after anything, it's inflammation. But I, I bring that up because so many things that I, I didn't know are hard to define are hard to define. <laughs> All right. So I interrupted you. You were saying about you were using scalar energy for... Well, for... Balancing oneself out. In my case, I, I I lost all my like creativity, my juice, my energy. I, I was so tired. I I was I had ADD, and I used to be a really creative, adaptive person, and I really wasn't like that anymore. And I was a little frightened to tell you the truth. So I started using this computer on myself, and I, it completely revitalized me. And as a bonus, I started working a lot on my pineal gland. And then my, because I had done some research and said, 
the pineal gland is responsible for, um, many people think, they call it your third eye. Um, better insightfulness, discernment, and connection to spirit. And for me, that's what I experienced. I've always been not a religious person, but I always believed in a greater power and a connection to the universe or spirit. And in this work I utilize, I, I uh, call on the Holy Spirit. I totally, I did a dissertation for my license. And as far as I'm concerned, that is what guides me and, and does the work. I'm merely the navigator. And it's, it, it's been working for a lot of folks. So um, I'm really happy with that and I'm confident in it. And I, you know, I don't wear it on my sleeve, but I do talk about it. Um, so having said that, um, by doing the pineal gland work, I, that's how I created Help Us On The Way, the TV series and the movie. Mm-hmm. And folks who've known me a lot of my life, um, it, it's a compliment, but it almost doesn't sound like it. they're like, um, no, dude, how did you do that? <laughs> so in all seriousness, what we're finding is this kind of technology, it can't make you who you're not. It can't do any harm. That's good too. But there's a lot of untapped potential in all of us. And for myself, it brought a lot of it out. And that's what I aim to do for other folks too. And um, it's pretty exciting. And um, I'm pretty pleased with it. So you were saying what you need is the person's date of birth and where they're born and a scan of their fingerprint, like an electric scan or something? No, no, I'm sorry, Jeff. It's like your fingerprint. Um, Everyone has an electric signature. Mm -hmm. And what that is, is your fingerprint. I call it that. It's an analogy. So your electric fingerprint, so to speak, is your birth name, your date of birth, the city and state you were born in. You punch that into the computer, and because the, you're, the person's electric or the animal's electric, the computer's electric, it's an interface that finds that person, no matter where they are on the planet. It works remotely. I've been doing this 10 years, and I promise this works. And this is not new technology. People think it is, and I understand that. And that's part of what help us on the way. There's a lot of really cool things that are already here that can truly help people make leaps, but they don't know about it. So Help Is On The Way is going to present credible, non-traditional technologies, inventions, practitioners, spiritualists. We've got animals that help, dolphins, horses, dogs, and cats. It's, by the way, it's very entertaining. And the thing goodness because people wouldn't watch. But it's, it's serious and fun. So, And then we're always going to be on the hunt for new stuff, too. But in this particular case with this uh, this this quantum and by the way everyone uses quantum a lot nowadays it's kind of you know trending in our usage jeff quantum means the smallest amount of energy that we can measure it's really like really infant support but it's it's real and it's measurable so that's what we mean by quantum and then you can take that a lot further of course now some people kind of um make stuff up with quantum we don't do that, but um, so that's how it finds you and does its thing. And then I have to ask the right questions of the computer because what the computer is doing is searching 
and merging and interfacing with that person's subconscious for that person's answers. We have a lot of knowledge about the world, people, places, things, and ourselves, but we're not in tune with it. Our subconsciousness think we're but people have a hard time accessing that. So a, a, a good hypnotherapist can help with that. But we like this technology a little bit better because there's no bias involved. The computer's never going to make things up or be influenced. Um, hypnotherapists don't want to hear that. <laughs> and, but, you know, if you didn't have this computer, it's still a good one. A good hypnotherapist is still really valuable. But it's a lot like that. So you're saying that this computer can find anybody on the planet as long as they have their name, date, and where they were born. Those yes, we things. can also use it just a photo. I, I worked on many pets that were rescued and no one knew the information. It still works as far as sending the frequencies, the, how can I put it? The uh, information that we're checking out on that animal or person with just a photograph isn't quite as detailed as if we had their specifics. It'll still work but not as well. So ideally we want that signature. Probably legitimate psychics are tuning into this. They don't know they're doing it. They don't need to, but that's what they're scientifically probably doing. Do you attach anything to the computer? You plug in something that just interfaces with the air. So it interfaces with energy or is it all doing it through the internet? It's it's, there's a special insertion into the computer the computer has to be pretty strong to, to handle this it needs a lot of uh, amps itself and cpu as long as we have a strong cpu computer uh, the insertion into the computer does the work so in that sense yes all right well i think you have some some photos and stuff that you could probably better show this to us right oh yeah that'd be cool I trust your wife's going to help me with that. Right. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a weird guy. I'm into all this quantum physics. And I've kind of mastered it, but I have a hard time with some of the simple computer stuff. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, I've got a pineal activation for your uh, viewers if they'd like to know about that. It mm -hmm. certainly changed my life and a lot of my clients. Uh, not a sales pitch, but trying to show you guys and gals out there what, what can what's out there for you if you're interested. Um, fast background of myself. Um, I have a Bachelor of Science degree from the New York Institute of Technology. I'm a licensed spiritual coach. I'm a certified biofeedback practitioner. The computer I utilize is FDA cleared. It's a class two device. I've tweaked it with electric prayers and all kinds of cool stuff in there, um, which we can talk about sometime if you want as we go along. Uh, but I wanted to also show folks as I've seen a lot of your shows is a lot of people talk about positive and negative entities and some people are not sure if they really exist well a cool feature of this computer is we can take a snapshot of someone's aura before I scan them and, and work on them and people seem to really love this feature um, and I'll give you some samples of like that one and there's an example of of a negative entity, it literally looks like a thing, a, a body attached to that person. Mm. And um, those things exist. 
Do you have a special aura camera that you attach to your computer and that's what you did? It's, it's built in the computer. Yes. It's one of the features. And it's, it just, it gives us a, a basic idea of what's happening with the person. It isn't the most important thing I want to look at, but it's one of the few features that shows a photograph of something going on with a person. And so people like that, of course, but it also, you know, it's unique. Mm-hmm. And now if I keep, these things are pretty common, unfortunately or unfortunately, in this case, unfortunately, probably. Um, a lot of folks, Jeff, who are in service care, health care, particularly, or they're around a lot of crowds, will have this in their aura. And it's, I can get rid of it as long as I don't keep seeing this with repeated sessions. No biggie. If we keep seeing something like this, we want to then really pay attention, wonder what where that person's been and who they're interacting with. So there's an example of a bad one. Do you have a follow-up picture of that person that shows it's removed? Uh, this could be one. This isn't necessarily that one, but yes, after that's a great question. After I work on them, I re-scan the aura yeah. to show them how it, how it, it hopefully improved and where they're at once we're done. This is an example of, if I can remember correctly, I don't, and honestly, I don't know if this was after I was done. I think it was before I started in this example. And I wanted to show this one because at the bottom left, uh, of course, that might be the reverse when folks see this on their screen, but that's an indication of a positive entity. Could be an angel, could be. Who knows what, but it's a, that's a goodie. <laughs> so we like to see that. Mm, that's interesting. So it's just kind of cool um, confirmation that the other thing we learned in quantum physics is, and it's a little rattling, but we're all, we'll handle this, is that any given moment within our five senses, the human body, the human person is unaware of 80% of all the energies that are going in and around them. Folks who have cats, particularly, but any kind of animal, they often see the cat, mostly cats, but dogs too. They might be looking around and you think the cat's losing it or something, but more probably they're sensing another energy, good or bad, in the particular room, and um, they're aware of it. So it's just a real cool um, confirmation or piece of tech that we now can show folks about what's going on in their their auric field. Some of my guests have said that we always have one, you know, guide with us or spirit guide or angel with us, or and some sure. may have said we have more than one. Yeah. Do you usually see that most people at least have a positive energy with them, or is there a lot of them that they have nothing? I've been doing this 10 years. I would say, and I don't mean to be a bummer, most of the time, that was a pretty good question. It's nothing. It's not really bad or really good. It's kind of in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, if I keep seeing negative indicators, I want to check that out. Once in a while, it's pretty common. Um, but that's how much stuff's going on in this world. And, and it influences people. After I work on someone, particularly with an Oregon field, and the Holy Spirit, and the spiritual stuff, there will be a white light after I'm done. 
So maybe so you're maybe that's pretty you're, cool. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. it'll be there anyway, but most yeah. of the time it's not. And um, just being honest about that. Okay. You know what it is? It's also like your chakras. I've learned this too. You can clear those and balance those things all day long. They're so sensitive and um, affected. In conventional medicine, I think everybody knows this, your blood pressure can pop 20 points in 10 seconds, up or down. Um, Your blood, every seven minutes, it changes. We've learned so much stuff with this alternative work that it also translates into conventional. So it's consistency and that we want to check out for everyone, whatever we're looking at. This is not a perfect world. No one is perfect. Um, but we want to try to achieve consistency in whatever we're doing. Has there been any signs that you see with people that are you know, somewhat consistent that you can just being around a person, you can tell that they have a negative entity with them. Yeah. Um, historically, it seems people who, and it's probably cliche, but the truth of the matter that I've noticed over 10 years of doing this is if they consume a lot of alcohol or drugs or right. something that influences them, that seems to open the door to entities, also their attitude. You know, it doesn't mean they're a bad or good person. It's not a judgment thing, but to answer that question, that's a good question. Yeah, yeah. Um, People who are really working hard, not hard, people who are earnestly working to improve themselves, their auras and chakras are usually better. Um, And that's an interesting topic because uh, I don't know if you ever saw the movie, What the Bleep Do We Know? Almost 20 years old now. Well, I've seen some of it. I've actually had the one of the writers as a guest. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I got to yeah. watch it. Do you remember which? What the, I got to watch that. Now, now it looks terrible that I don't remember her no, name. No, I've done it's, so many it's, things. It's, <laughs> it's her name. I guess she's the, the only female involved. I think it was her and two men that wrote it. Okay. I'm going to look into that. Um, that. That movie really, that set a lot of precedents for what's going on now with alternative mindsets and care. It's mm-hmm. really, what a, what a classic. Mm-hmm. Well, I mentioned it because um, uh, he was an Irish priest, but he talked about, um, this is also with all the life coaches. They're always, you know, kind of hammering down, you must stay positive, you must do your mantras and stuff. That's all cool, but you can't fake it. It's better to do, a quick meditation or a quick intention, for example, then all day long, you're trying too hard. It's not real. So I mentioned that because with the auras, um, do I see what kind of stuff do I see in a lot of folks, the people who are doing things and not talking, that they're doing more than talking, their auras seem to be a little more clear. And a lot of this work is what could be called tough love in that it's no nonsense. It's always aimed at helping the person, but we're going to tell it like it is, or there's no reason to come to us because we don't want to just take your time or your money and tell you what you want to hear. There's people who will do that and that's what you want. That's cool. But we're here to get to the nitty gritty, find what's really going on with someone, Mm -hmm. bring it to their consciousness so they can be aware and then deal with it. Right. 
So, and here's another aura. Um, this one doesn't have all the white lights in it and stuff, but it's still really cool. And this color can indicate there's a healing or a balancing thing going on with the person, uh, or that green could be some prosperity uh, resonance going on. So that's a real nice aura too. I can show you a million, but I wanted to show you and your viewers at least three of them. It's pretty fascinating. What do you mean by prosperity resonance? Um, money. Yeah, or, I'm. <laughs> no, no, good question. Yeah. Well, because no, that's a very good question. Thank you. Prosperity is different for everyone. Someone could be prosperous. It doesn't necessarily have to do with money. It's their life is enriched in non-monetary ways that they value. You know, they're they're full of abundance with their family, their friends, their pets, their lifestyle. That's actually thank you. That's actually a great question. Um, so it's not just money. I guess what I meant is they're resonating with prosperity. Is that what you mean? Like they're going through a space within their life that they're increasing their prosperity? Yes. At that moment with that scan, that in that this particular case, this indicates that either they're really balancing themselves out in many shapes, forms, and, and ways, and or the prosperity factor, be it money or the enrichment of their lives, is going on now. Mm. So and we use resonance in the quantum world. It means that it's it's sticking to them where they can relate. Start to get too fancy sometimes. That's a good that's a good question. Thank you. How often do you scan yourself? <laughs> well, I'm still a work in progress. I do it every I try to do it every once a week. Um this I think all energy work is similar in that it seems I work with a lot of other practitioners in different fields. I'm actually helping a lot of other practitioners because those poor folks don't have anyone else to help them. They're always taking out everybody else's stuff. So uh, I have a lot of other alternative practitioners who um, I help. And I really get a kick out of that. But um, it seems it takes about 72 hours often for all the energy work that's out there, including this to fully assimilate and do their thing. So we don't, I don't do it more than, someone's got a lot of stuff going on. Emergency situations, I might do it twice a week for them, but once a week is pretty good. So I want everything to get in there and do its thing. It often takes 72 hours. So, but as I say, I'm a work in progress. So I'm always, I'm always checking myself. What would be interesting is if you ever scanned yourself and you saw an entity and what did you do? You have? Yeah. I used to like get alarmed. Now I'm like, ah, not again. Um, I am seeing less than I used to, but I still see them. And they, they seem to come in spurts for many people. And that's probably a whole nother show and topic, but uh, it is interesting. The last few years I've seen a lot more that's on yourself personally everyone no with everyone oh no sorry with myself i'm getting it less it's a good question how often do i see that i would say i don't know actually i'm but it comes up sometimes so Mm -hmm. i'm never it's never perfect or all the time for Mm -hmm. me and you would you'd like to think of you know it would always be because all the work i do but also, I'm interacting with a lot of different folks that have stuff going on. Right. So that's my excuse. Right. <laughs> I do see less, but I still see them. 
to be to tell you the truth. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Well, there's so much stuff out there. Right. Like you said, you know, you're around people all the time. So maybe somehow they're they're getting attracted to you. And I also I'm a lot of other practitioners will probably resonate with this. A lot of it is um, this work is that you might've heard like this, like peeling the onion. Mm-hmm. And as long as you're aware of this, you'll be fine, but you start to make headway two steps forward. And sometimes you take a step back as you're going deeper. And it seems like you're regressing and regressing and you're not necessarily, it's just, you're going down mm-hmm. deep and then some stuff will come up and you got to deal with that again, or mm-hmm. it's new. So a lot of it is two steps forward, one back, three forward, one back, two back, four forward. But as long as you keep going, that's cool. Some more stuff about the pineal gland. And the reason I really wanted to let you let you know about the pineal gland is, as I mentioned before, it, it totally changed my life. And people hear about it, it's kind of a mystique. And a lot of conventional folks don't really think it's a, a real thing or a factor in our lives. And I think it's big time. Because this is a a, a conventional article done by conventional scientists and doctors that found that Alzheimer's very probably is linked to the calcification from our drinking water. Fluoride seems to be a big no-no for a good pineal gland. Mm. So that's not conspiracy people or new age nuts saying that. That's conventional folks which doesn't necessarily mean it's true either, <laughs> but it's pretty true. I mean, there's some scientific non-biased evidence. So I just wanted people to know that. So this is my company, Plant Bioscan, and kind of went over it, but real fast again, hopefully it helps people. Holiolinguistics is words. Words matter a lot. You know, grandpas and grandmas are always saying, back in my day, what you said you meant. And what you what you meant you said and words have a very powerful effect yes and this work backs that up so you can see that's some of the stuff that's inside the computer and what we're doing um, it's an interface between myself the computer and the person or the uh, pet this seems to work best on animals children and it seems to work the slowest on grumpy old men. <laughs> and uh, it's funny, but um, it's kind of true. I was More resistance, say, I guess. I was going to say maybe they have too many layers on their onion. Yeah, they're on. <laughs> Got big old onion. That's a really good probability. And um, I call these uh, electric prayers mm-hmm. because that's what they are. And to show you audience and you i was gifted this gold fringe bible it's unbelievable the guy did that for me the guy i was becoming friends with the gym one day just came in and said i can have something for you this is really heavy and i went what and it was this i was like overwhelmed i'm like really he's like yeah man i listened to you talk and i want you to have this so he gave it to me and so i put the frequencies of this stuff in the computer and a lot of folks love this because there'll be a lot of Christian and biblical phrases that comes up on them in terms of back to that resonance question in, ter- in 
and what we mean is that you know you're um, vibrating with it, you're relating to it. It's you like it. You're in tune with it. So, for a lot of folks, if they're interested, I can find what, if any, uh, Bible verses are resonating with them. Let them know that, and there's a frequency to that, and I send it to them, and a lot of folks love that. So. I just wanted people to know that's available and it's pretty unique. And man, I, I, I have to say it's, it's, it's mind blowing. Oh. What are the electric frequencies of the Bible and how are you putting them in? Okay. Great question. And sorry if I was vague, everything has a frequency to it, a mathematical formula, an electromagnetic Hertz energy to it. And it's contained, each frequency, in a different waveform. There's six or seven waveforms that I know of, mm-hmm. and they they can be square, sine, Fibonacci, the scalar, um, triangle. Uh, there's five or six of them. And that's life as scientists know it. And so... These frequencies in the in this, this Bible and in other things I've put in the computer, I call them electric prayers. And I put in my own holy-linguistic prayer, which for each person that I ask them what they'd like me to say in a prayer, and I type it in. And those words have a frequency. So I call them electric prayers. I think I made it up. They're, you know, invented it. I should trademark that. Thank you for making me think that. <laughs> but it's really, it's pretty serious and it's really cool. Am I right by saying that you send them electric prayers? And if so, how do you send them the prayer electrically? Oh, sure. The computer sends out electric signals. And those signals are carried in a waveform to that person. Um, there's devices that are you hooked up to to the uh, device, or you hold on to handles and you feel the current. Mm-hmm. This can do that, but I, it also works. Quantum calls it subspace or long distance or remote. And if people Google that, it's more of a common knowing and knowledge now. At first, you know, ten years ago, this would seem ridiculous. But also, Star Trek and Uhura always talked about subspace communication. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a real thing. No doubt about it. Prayers are real. So we've now been able to kind of measure that or validate it. And so, as I said, because you're an electrical being, the computer's electric. And with that fingerprint, that information about your name, birthday, where you were born, it's, it's found you. It's located you. And we, then we send those electric frequencies to you. Now, long distance are more subtle than if you were in person. But we found non-physical factors, the long distance or in-person strength makes no difference. You can either, what we found with this kind of work is you can either hit somebody hard over the head with a hammer, so to speak, or with a feather. And the feather seems to be more effective, the nudge, electrically, than a big blast of volts and amps. Hmm. Yeah. You know, 
there was a scientist, this is again, not that new. It's just not in the mainstream. Subtle, there's a lot of PEMF, little handheld devices now that send current and it can uh, balance you out. This is like that, but more sophisticated. I'm used to this, so, but these questions are excellent. And once you get the hang of understanding the fundamentals of this, it's, it's easy to understand. But at first it's like, what? And I, I know people are like skeptical, but I've been doing this for 10 years and I wouldn't do it if it wasn't effective. So, Do you happen to have a picture of your computer? I mean, and, and the devices hooked up to it. No. And, and to tell you the truth, I, I'm waiting, I'm going to wait till the film comes out to show this to everyone. Once the films, in the, in the, I don't know what's going to come first, the movie or the TV series, we're going to show everything because we want, we want to let people know all they can about all kinds of stuff, not just my stuff. Um, right. So we will then, but, um, I, but I don't have one really anyway right now, but it's, it's a basic, well, not basic. It's a, it's gotta be, it can be either a desktop or a laptop. It's gotta have a lot of CPU in it. It's gotta have a lot of power. And then the uh, device, so to speak, is inserted into the computer. And, and then it does its thing. Can you tell us some of the Bible verses that you've entered into the computer? I can, but it's, it's almost all of them. You know, just give me a few. You don't um, well, that Romans, and we know, uh, that one seems to come up often on people. Um, the truth so sets you free, that John, I think it's 314, that comes up a lot. Hmm. Um, it's, they're all, I, they're all, everyone's different. So, um, that's why I like too. It isn't always the same one, or I'd be suspicious. You know, I'm like really, you know. But it, it's usually a lot of it is uh, more. It, there's more New Testament than old, but some of the old ones come up. It sounds like you're depending on your subject or the Bible verse to come up. You're not choosing a Bible verse for them, or are you testing different verses and seeing which one works? Ah, you could be a quantum practitioner. You, I think, there's potential for you. <laughs> it's a great question. Both. So what it does, it sends out all these signals to the person. And then the ones that, I don't want to keep using the word resonate, but the ones that, the, the signals and the frequencies that the person is most tuned to will show up. So it's like, I got to ask the right questions. I don't decide. The, actually, the person's subconscious does. That's a good question. It's, I send all, all this stuff out, and whatever is sticking the most is what I let them know about or needs the most work on. It's similar to homeopathics in a way. But yeah, we send, the, we send out the, the data, and then that person's electric field and subconscious lets the computer and myself know which ones we want to deal with. Well, that's a good question. I don't decide. I decide what questions I want to ask. And that's a big deal. That's very important. 
like any good detective, it's the questions. And I listen, I try to listen more to someone than I do to talk to them. All right, what do you have here with the human condition? Do you ever see in the Sherlock Holmes movies with uh, Jude Law and Robert Downey Jr.? Yeah, they're great. Well, the one Game of Shadows where Holmes thinks he's defeated Moriarty and they're doing chess and because he's stolen all his money and everything and Moriarty's infuriated and Holmes is kind of pleased with himself. And then Moriarty regroups and says, ah, you've just merely delayed what's in, inevitable in my plans because, because right here, they'll just do it to themselves. He meant the populace. And what we found with the human condition is this is really wild. Hidden within the subconscious for everyone, different degrees, lies, as I wrote here, the insatiable desire for conflict, Jeff. And I found it with myself. I work on myself with this technology, and I'm clear, focused, stress-free. And within half an hour, I'm already having an internal argument with myself over something really trivial or nonsensical. And I'm like, why am I doing this? And there's probably millions of reasons, but mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a true thing with humans. Mm-hmm. And so we're ruled by our subconscious, but we don't know what our subconscious is ruling. So this computer taps into that. That's where we're getting our answers. It's within the person. The technology allows us to tap into it and present it. So then the person's aware. I let them know what's, what that is so they can be conscious of it, do something about it. Then I send them frequencies to help them get where they want to go. Still always up to the person, but these things assist them, be it knocking out a pathogen, tuning a brainwave, inspiring them, whatever their case may be, the topic may be, that's how this is working and doing its thing. It's a collaborative effort tapping into their subconscious. Do you think that entities are affected our subconscious? And if so or not, um, what do entities do to us? They're parasitic by nature. And it depends on the person, but it can range from, I'm not going to say factually, but we'll theorize that they can drive people to do really awful acts and or subtly influence them. However, there isn't any evidence that shows the entity has total control. You still, as a human being, a sovereign human being, are responsible for what you do, say, and think, and feel. But these entities can have a big influence on you. So we want to knock them out anytime we can. And they can come back if we do knock them out. But often they don't, but they can. And so we do a full arsenal on trying to make sure they don't come back. We tell them to go on their way. You know, it's their business what they do, but it's our business they don't do it to us. In your opinion, what is an entity? There's many of them. Some of them, perhaps Christians would call them demonic. Other ones are more curious. They're, but they're another life form that seeks the human as a host. They energetically feed off them. And as they try to make us their home so they can have sustenance. 
some of them are, it's possible they're on their way to another dimension and they got caught up into ours. But usually we somehow are responsible for attracting them for whatever reason. So again, it's knowledge. Knowledge is power. So we find out that they're there and we, and we send them on their way. Do you think entities are us like without a body, like a ghost? Or are they something or, a, or are they some other intelligence that's completely different and separate from us? I don't know, but I think they're separate from us. I think ghosts, I don't think ghosts from what I understand, and I could be wrong, inhabit us, inhibit us. They're usually outside of us doing their thing. Um, a lot of science has recently showed those are probably pretty real too. Bless you. Thank you. And, um, but I don't think they're ghosts. I think ghosts are outside the body. They can still have an influence, of course. But no, I think these are different beings, entities, energy forces, and generally they're, I they call them parasitic by nature. So, um, you can have good ones too. Right. You know, uh, of course, um, there's an argument that says, well, I'm a sovereign being. I don't want anything. Mm -hmm. That's fine. I think it's a, it's a fascinating subject. So did you say earlier that you weren't sure if entities were real or not, but after seeing them on your aura camera that it confirmed it for no, you? No, that I, I meant this, there's quite a few people that, of course, I don't, I understand that may not believe they're real. I always suspected that in, in that I could feel them or I, I, I just always thought because of the way I think, so much of this world is unexplained and just because it's unexplained doesn't mean it doesn't exist. So I always thought they existed personally. I didn't know any much of them or the degree of what they might be, but I know a lot of folks don't think they exist and science is showing, uh, yes, they do. So you're a hundred percent convinced that they're real. Well, I'm over 90. I'm not trying to be funny, Jeff. I'm not. Con I, I uh, I've learned with this work in my life. I whenever I make a tremendous claim, I always it always bites me. <laughs> I'm pre I'm pretty sure though. Yeah, I'm, I'm not 100 sure of hardly anything. It's quite possible. You probably have been hearing this lately. We live in a hologram. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's very possible. Do I know? No. But um, based on my life experience, all that I've been educated on, what I feel in this technology, I'm pretty sure those entities, there are entities, yes. Okay. I, I used to be afraid of them because a lot of it is the unknown. Um, I respect their power, but uh, we are more powerful, so I'm not afraid of them. I find them annoying. And then they must be dealt with. And I don't want it. I wouldn't want it, that to be my full-time job dealing with that. Uh, but I will in the, in, with this work. And it's a matter of fact thing now. And uh, I, you know, I'm pretty protected and I help folks move on from that. This is back to the thing. Um, 
this computer uses fractal mathematics, faults, amps, resistance, coherence, entanglement. People might have been hearing that recently. Just letting folks know that it's a real science. It's a real stuff. They can Google it if they want to. We're not making this stuff up. It's actually very fascinating. Um, you can get very involved, but it's it's simple. It's simple. Simple. simple quantum physics uh, is defined by those things. And so I wanted to have that up so people can, they can freeze their computer if they wanted to, or their viewing screen and look that stuff up if they wanted to. So I, I am an unusual person, I suppose, Jeff, in that I've been in the conventional wellness world and the alternative. Most folks are in one or the other, and they think the other one is no good. I'm holistic. I believe in utilizing all of the best methodologies and and thinkings that we can. So, uh, but I believe in facts too. Uh, there's a lot of nonsense in the alternative world and I'm always on the hunt to identify that and, and let people know it's bogus. And as our project, we work really hard to make sure anything we present is real and it's verifiable. So I just want people to know that. Um, I know it's really a, a very confusing more than ever world on one hand, it's kind of cool to learn more stuff that we never did ever. But then there's folks who like to twist those things. So I'm, I'm just a big believer in truth and honesty and being right with folks. So this screen, I thought your, your viewers would love this. So before the po a podcast, I was like excited, nervous about it. You know, like, how am I going to do? What am I going to do? How am I going to do this? And I went, while I was thinking this, I went to, a, a, to pick up some food. And I guess it was good. They were really delayed. And I say that because the waiting, I, I, I looked down in my car and I saw on the odometer this 666 number. And I got really like weirded out. I'm like, so I'm thinking about a podcast. I had just worked on myself in the pineal gland. And so I'm thinking, why would I see this now? I got distressed, uh, to be honest. I'm like, oh, no. And I, so I don't normally wear my spirituality on my sleeve. But at that moment, I went, oh, Holy Spirit, what is this about? Then I looked straight ahead at the car in front of me. And the license plate said, love now on the plate. And I took pictures of all this because I was mind blown. And also, I want to tell everyone, and I wanted to prove it. So, and then I went, oh, okay. And then I looked at the clock, and it said 111. I know a lot of people are starting to see different synchronicities on their clock or the, a page of the book. And once I started doing this work, I, it, sometimes it, it happens so much, I, I, I got to like, okay, universe, slow down. <laughs> and then I turned the radio on. And the song came on. This is all in a row. No stopping us now. It's a, cool, it's a cool song. And I was like, oh, man. I got started feeling really good. And I looked up. And I'm in Arizona. It hardly rains here. And there was a, a rainbow. And I really can't make this up. And I, I'm like, wow. And I come home. My wife hands me the mug. And that's actually one of the Romans verses. Uh, she goes, oh, you've got your coffee. It's still, it's still pretty warm. And it happened to be, and we know. And I was like, oh, my God. I, I sat down. I was just like, I was overwhelmed, but in a good way. So I, I took all these pictures, and I put it in this, in this uh, 
PowerPoint for us because I wanted folks to know that um, this really happened. And I was just thrilled. And I don't know if it would happen for them, but it, it might. And I thought it was just, I'm always looking for signs. Well, you know, I say I'm looking. If I look on purpose, so like one time it was 110 on the clock, I go, oh, I'm going to see 111. Something distracted me and I didn't see it. So these things just happen naturally, but I am aware. And I just like, I wanted to tell everybody about this and uh, I got a big kick out of it. And I thought your viewers might really enjoy it. I've heard, so, I've heard and a lot of folks I work with tell me these things happen to them more than they used to. Mm -hmm. So there's some proof if we can call it that. And uh, it's, it's a lot of fun and it's very inspirational. And I I've dedicated myself to helping people and animals and um, I'm on it, man. I heard you say twice the words, Holy spirit, but I believe you also said you weren't religious. Right. So how do you define Holy Spirit? Well, the Trinity, it, it, uh, you know, God, Jesus, Holy Spirit. To me, the Holy Spirit comprises everything. And those are the manifestations. In my, in my essay for my licensed spiritual uh, coaching certificate, we had to put our, what we believed in the most. And that's what I believe in the Spirit. I think Spirit is the main energy life force in the universe and it manifests in different ways but the nucleus making of everything comes from what we call the holy spirit so i believe in that and i utilize it in all my work and i let it guide me but i don't usually talk about it mm -hmm. i'm a little leery of people who are always preaching and rattling off religious verses and stuff. And that's cool, but I, I don't do that. For me, that'd be a little disingenuous. I, I go more, more by doing good stuff, but I'm not embarrassed to talk about it if asked or in times like when I saw all those signs and when I first saw the, the odometer reading, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll bring it up. What kind of changes do you notice within yourself when you have an entity attached to you? I'm much more quick to be angry. Uh, I don't take a pause. I'm not as creative. I am a, no matter what I do with, for someone in the service, whatever they're, they come to me for, I always include adding creativity frequencies to them because I feel that when people lose their creativity, they lose, they start to lose their life. An example, as silly as this may sound, is I think we've all known about, particularly men, but now women too, they, they retire and then now and pass away quick. You know, like, and people are stunned at that. And it could be many reasons, but a lot of times it's because they don't have anything to do. They didn't, or they didn't think they did. They lose their creativity. In life, in birth, is creativity. So that's the main thing I've noticed. It's the anger. And um, then I don't take pause and I lose, I don't, I can't get creative because I'm always trying to think of really cool new things for the project and for people. And I, I love, it's like being inspired. 
So I, I really love that. It's kind of addicting. It's a good addiction, I think. So anyway, um, hope that answered the question. Yes, good question, sir. Thank you. Do you have a timeline of when your movie and or TV series is going to be available for us to watch? Well, the hard part, the hardest part wasn't creating this idea, this concept, this show. It's getting the funding. And, and honestly, um, I've been at it for a few years and I've had a lot of um, heartbreaks with it. And I don't know what the deal was people pretending they're going to fund you and they, they never meant it. You have to entertain a lot of possibilities because you never know. But um, next week, I'm meeting with some new investors. So as soon as we get funded, we'll, we're ready to roll. I have the crew, I have the cast, we're ready. If anyone listening wants to help with this, they can. They can get in touch with me. Um, we got a real generous uh, profit sharing. And, you know, not a sales pitch, but who knows who's, who's watching us. But we're ready to go as soon as the money comes in. And that is the hard part. Duh. But but I think it's looking pretty good. After watching this podcast, people may want to ask you questions. Are you okay with that? And if so, how can they reach you? Oh, sure. I would love it. They can call me or email me. We can put that. You just, you know, you're the boss. So however you want to let people know about how they can contact me. And they just have questions about anything. I'll talk to them. I'm pretty open-minded like that. I'm, I'm of service to people. And they don't have to do my service or have anything to do with the, the project. If they just got questions about things, um, I'll make time the best I can to answer them. Is there a contact point on your website? Yeah. What's your, web, what's your website? Uh, actually, there's a... Yeah, I was going to say something on one of that PowerPoints, but it's Planet Bioscan. It's all one word. Dot me. It's a little unusual. My email is very mature. It's Bill Agogo. <laughs> I'm Bill. I'm on the go. It's one word. B-I-L-L-A-G-O-G-O at AOL. Everyone teases me for still being on AOL. And um, my phone number is on there too. So they can get a hold of me anywhere they want. All right, great. Well, Bill, before we finish up, can you leave us with one last positive message? It's, I'm stealing it. I think Casey Kasem from the Top 40 radio show years ago said it, but keep reaching for the stars, but keep your feet on the ground. And help is on the way. Bill, thank you for that message, and thank you for coming and sharing with us today. I really appreciate you, and I wish you the best. Jeff, thanks for having me. Really, uh, very kind. Thanks.